Oh, blessed be the name of my sovereign king. Oh, blessed be the name of my sovereign king. Hey, welcome. This is the Stay The Way podcast, and I just had a hard uh, song in my heart this morning. I want to join you, I invite you to join us for Proverbs chapter 30 today. Stay the way, stay the way, no matter what life brings, you've got to stay the way. Well, praise the Lord. Praise God if you've got him. If you don't, stick around. We're going to pray and ask the Lord to bless this time. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for the truth that it brings. Thank you that you bring life through your son. We lift you up, Jesus Christ. Please be high and magnified. Do a work as we go through your word for your name's sake. Amen. Chapter 1 of, uh, chapter, verse 1 of chapter 30. It's the 30th, so we'll match up the day of the month. And let's begin. The words of Augur, the son of Jacob, even the prophecy, the man spake unto Ithiel, and even unto Ithiel to Yuko. Surely I'm more brutish, you could say stupid, than any man, and have not the understanding of a man. Neither have I learned wisdom, nor have I the knowledge of the holy, who hath ascended up into heaven or descended, who hath gathered the wind in his fists, or who hath bound the waters in his garment, who hath established all the ends of the earth. What is his name, and what is his son's name, if thou canst tell? Well, I'm telling you today, Christian, you should be able to answer these first four verses. You should have all the answers for life and godliness by this point. If you've listened to any of the prior podcasts, there are 29 chapters, 29 days, and some application to go through. And my encouragement is, you would know the name. What is his name? It's Jesus Christ, high and lifted up. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And no one comes to the Father except through the Son. That's Jesus. What is his Son's name? Jesus! Oh my goodness. And if thou canst tell, of course we can tell because we've been staying the way. We've been applying all this month. Now my favorite verse in chapter 30, every word of God is pure. He is a shield to them that put their trust in him. It's not a question. It's a promise. He is your shield if you trust in him. Who? God. Every word of God is pure, and you can trust him. That's the simple takeaway. If you don't get anything else from chapter 30, this is what to hold on to. Verse 6, add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, that's correct to you, and thou be found a liar, which is exactly what would happen, because God's word is perfect and holy and complete. Verse 7, two things I require of thee, deny me not before I die. The rest of this chapter is great contrast be someone, between someone who is a believer and someone who is choosing not to be. And so, take in the contrast, learn from it, and expand your knowledge. Here we go. Verse 8. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches, and feed me with food convenient for me. Why? You can always say why. God will always answer. Why? Verse 9. Lest I be full and deny thee, or lest, or I say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain, heaven forbid. Verse 10, accuse not a servant unto his master, lest he curse thee, and thou be found a liar, thou be found guilty. Verse 11, there is a generation that curseth their father, and, and they do not bless their mother. There's a generation that appear in their own eyes, and yet 
is not washed from their own filthiness. I know, I know, it's just so easy to slip into that. There is a generation, oh, how lofty their eyes, they look up, they think they're important. I would even call this the YouTube generation. I'm not saying there's something wrong with YouTube, I'm saying there's something wrong with the sinner's heart. Verse 14, there is a generation whose teeth are as swords and their jaws are as knives, and they devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. Verse 15, the horse leech hath two daughters, crying, Give and give! And they are three things that are never satisfied, yea, four things that, as he's saying, not enough. One, the groove, the grave, the groove. The grave, where people go when they die. And the barren womb, and the earth that is not filled with water, dry earth, and the fire that saith it's not enough. Does a fire ever run out? Only if you take its fuel away. Verse 17, the eye that mocketh at his father and despiseth to obey his mother, the ravens of the valley shall pick it out, and the young eagles shall eat it. And there be three things which are too wonderful for me, yea, four which I know not. The way of an eagle in the air, the way of a serpent upon a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of a man with a maid. Such is the way of an adulterous woman. She eateth and wipeth her mouth and saith, Oh, I've done nothing wicked. I've done no wickedness. Lies. Lord, help me to be truth-telling always. In Jesus' name. For three things, the earth is disquieted, and for four, it, which it cannot bear. For a servant, when he is reigneth, and when a fool... When he is filled with meat, when he's full, and for an odious woman, a hateful woman, when she is married, and a handmaid that is heir to her mistress. It would be like a servant. Verse 24, there be four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are a people not strong, and yet they prepare their meat, their food, in the summer. The conies, those are called rock badgers, if you look it up. There are feeble folk, they're actually very uncoordinated, they're ridiculous to watch, they're funny. Yet, they make their houses in the rocks. How tough is that? The locusts have no king, and yet they go forth all of them in bands. The spider taketh hold with her feet, and is in the king's palace. There be three things which go well, and yea, four, which are comely, that's beautiful, attractive, winsome, well-pleasing, in going. Verse 30. A lion, which is the strongest among beasts, and turn not away from any. We just talked about this yesterday. A greyhound, a he-goat also, and a king, against whom there is no uprising. If thou hast done foolishly in lifting thyself up, or if thou hast thought evil, lay thy hand upon thy mouth. We kind of do this naturally, but we have to follow it up with, God, please forgive me. That's the part that's, that's incomplete here. It's been said in the first 29 chapters, but this is the part where we need to repent. Verse 30, the last verse today. Surely the churning of milk bringeth forth butter, and the wringing of the nose bringeth forth blood. So the forcing of wrath bringeth forth strife. Do not force wrath. In fact, I would go so far as, if it is all impossible, and there will be no harm that comes to your way, do not force an opinion on anyone. Now, if they're children, they need to be taught. I mean, that's just part of life. But if you're an adult, and you choose to take the right of another adult away, you are actually putting yourself in a position above the Lord. 
Now, I'm just, I'm just, just go with me here for a moment. If you believe that God Almighty created the heavens and the earth, he created each and every living soul that's on the planet, and he has the capacity of an all-knowing, all-powerful, all-present God, do you really need to step in to stop a situation? I'm asking, do I really need to step in to stop a situation? And I, I mean, yeah, I mean, if somebody, some armed robber comes into your household and is high as a kite, is God capable of stopping them? Or does he prompt you to step in and do it? And I think you need to be ready for both situations. But in the event where there's a free will choice, it's not aggression, you're not protecting yourself, it's not a war-type situation. You know, you, I live or you live kind of the situation. And you take the choice away from someone. I'm just giving you this. I think, I think that you're stepping over God's toes. And I don't want to do that. And so, Lord, I'm going to lay that down at your feet. I may be wrong. And I, you know, in a lot of ways, I hope I am. But in trusting you, I do not want to be wrong. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit that I would know to trust you in all situations, that I would have discerning of spirits, that anyone who's listening would have that same discernment and that they would be able to apply it for your glory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. My name is Jonathan. This is the Stay the Way podcast. It's a glorious gift to get to do. And I pray that if it's blessed you, you would be willing to share it with someone. And with that, may the Lord show you mercy and grace. And Lord willing, we'll have some application tomorrow. You've got to stay the way.